Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What's going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, we're here with Rachel Hernandez. Rachel has been a digital content creator and strategist for close to a decade. In 2016, she launched the Hoth's content department, leading in-house teams and 700-plus freelance writers to produce over 20,000 pieces of content per month. She's currently the Hoth's director of brand strategy, where she develops all marketing content, public relations, and often acts as a brand ambassador. I'm very excited for this chat, so let's get right into it. Rachel, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Want to ask you a question that I generally ask all my guests. And the question is, what got you into the field that you're working in right now, the SEO world? Um, can you tell us more about your story? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm currently director of brand strategy at the Hoth. Uh, and that is an SEO company, but we also do a lot of other digital marketing services. And I would say that I got here because I always had a creative mind and a love for writing and telling stories. I actually went to college to be a fiction writer. So I studied fiction and creative nonfiction. Uh, This was back in the olden days before um, digital marketing and copywriting really took off the way that it has. And I I quickly kind of figured out that I was not going to write the great American novel. So I uh, pivoted and I moved into copywriting and I did a lot of email marketing and then went into SEO because I really saw that there was so much value there. It really felt like uh, the future of marketing in a way that other um, content writing before hadn't. Mm -hmm. And then it was there that I discovered that I also had like a a very operational mind and I was able to build out systems and processes and also really was a a people manager. And I've worked with uh, freelance teams uh, up into the hundreds, uh, more recently in the thousands. Uh, So being able to connect with uh, talented people from basically all over the world and get them feeling connected and part of a community was, was something that also really, really drew me in. And, Uh, I touched on this earlier, but really being creative myself and and struggling to break into that field, I became very passionate about helping other people sort of achieve whatever they wanted to do in um, more. I I mostly work with writers uh, and marketers. So with their creative strengths um, and and to give them those opportunities to meet their clients or, or to make money basically doing what they love. That's fantastic. One answer, so many things to unpack. I want to start from SEO. Actually, this is something that uh, we help also our clients here 
And we've seen so many changes in the past even few months with, uh, with ChatGPT, but also with the way that uh, search engines are uh, possibly reorganizing their search, uh, their search engine results pages in the, in the near future. And more than ever, we, we want to make sure that SEO is at the forefront of our uh, marketing strategies. I work, for example, with uh, with lawyers and some lawyers literally will spend $500 for one click on Google ads because they haven't taken the time to build up their organic rankings. And so can you tell us how important SEO is and how much money really you could possibly save in the long run if you you really commit to doing good SEO for at least a year or two? Oh yeah, and and the legal field is such a good example um, because those clicks are super expensive, and you'll find that with a lot of um, more competitive niches or even industries that they call like your money or your life, where um, basically somebody's um, this is this is more than just like a regular product. Like this is something that's going to have a very big impact on somebody's life. Um, with SEO, I mean, there's a lot of, I would say, um, some work up front. And uh, you kind of touched on this. But, um, you know, they're, they're, this industry is every, I mean, every industry right now with the advent of AI. And I truly believe that it's going to be as transformative as, as when the internet really took off, but much faster, because we're all going to have access to it much more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I love, though, about SEO is that, you know, everybody's always kind of freaking out about algorithm changes or like how Google is going to update um, what we call the SERPs, the search engine rankings, like how they determine who's at the top of the page. But but the main thing is always the same, which is if you make your website useful, accessible, if you have content that's helpful to your users, if you make sure that you give the most comprehensive answers to their questions in a way that... Um, makes sense. Like if they're using a cell phone, you want to make sure that your, your content's optimized for mobile really well. Um, you're always going to be okay. Like the foundation is always there, no matter what new tech is coming in. Um, and that's also one thing that I really love about it is you get a lot of people who sort of think that they can um, like kind of work the rankings or um, maybe do some shady, like quick win things. Those aren't sustainable as long as you're providing a good experience for your user. And, you know, if you are an entrepreneur or uh, somebody who's business minded, I think you, you want to do that in general because you know that's how you're going to be successful. You're going to be okay. Yes. Uh, in terms of like ROI for SEO, it's such a hard thing to pin down. This is something that, you know, I see as a pain point for, uh, for instance, the account managers who work at the Hoff because it's not a one size fits all solution. Um, I can't say like, if you you put X amount of money up front, like you'll see this return. I will say though, that there's a ton of evidence that if you're a website, if you have a website, you want people to find you there, you want people to find your products and services. And if you are a business, you do want that basically, um, that you, um, you need to, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, you need to invest in the beginning in creating that that good content, that good site structure. Uh, relying on paid, I would say, we just talked about like, you know, all those algorithm changes is even more um, dangerous to 
a certain extent because you have less control over it. You have less control over who's bidding on your keywords. You have less control over how many answers are, are of those slots are going to show up on those results pages with organic SEO. Um, you actually have, it's your website. It's, it's, you're the one in charge. You're the one who's putting in the work to create content That's, that's good and useful. hundred mm-hmm. percent. I think that uh, you said something that really resonated with me because a lot of people that talk about, you know, the drawbacks of SEO, so, so to speak, they say, you know, like people that are searching online, they may not necessarily be looking for the product right now. So some searches don't have intent mm-hmm. to purchase, but if you approach it from a larger marker perspective and you're going to have some good follow-up email sequences and, and everything back in place. So like SEO is not just like one thing and that's it. You want to yeah. make sure that you capture possibly emails or the attention of the person and then nurture that lead until they're going to be ready. And ultimately, if someone is searching for anything in general, they're already somewhat interested in that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have taken the time to go online yeah. <laughs> and look for it. Now, whether they're going to buy today or tomorrow or five months down the road, that's out of our control. But the fact that you show up first and, 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 and that you get that click you know, that's already the first win. And then again, following up, following up, you know, that's the name of the game for sure. Um, I wanted to switch gears for a second, Rachel, and talk about uh, something that here, the remote CEO, we really uh, try to promote, which is again, like being able to build solid remote teams. You said that you've worked with 700, even over a thousand uh, contractors and you're still able to get them engaged and on the same page, which is something fantastic. So can you tell us how you can do that? First off with so many people, but second Mm -hmm. of all, it is something, and this is actually something that, um, we, we don't really get a lot on our show. Uh, how can you make sure that contractors, so not actual full-time employees, but contractors are so bought in into your whole, you know, uh, ecosystem? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things uh, from the beginning that we were really passionate about at the Hoth, and, and this is pre-pandemic, pre this is we're talking 2015, 2016, was really making sure that in terms of culture and inclusivity and being able to really show our appreciation besides just like throwing out tasks and, and pay was uh, incorporating mm-hmm. our freelance teams like Basically, we, we treat everybody the way the same. So at the time, we were all fully at HQ in St. Petersburg, Florida, but we had freelancers working from literally all over the world. We were working with people in the UK, in Australia, um, et cetera. And what we did was we built out culture documentation. Um, so basically, some of the tenets that we really believe in. Uh, and a lot of this goes back to, I think, just like your personality as a brand. It's important to share with your team members, whether they be uh, in-house or remote or contractors, because that does give them a sense of, of why. Uh, we wanted to provide a place that was was going to be also just like kind of fun to work, um, especially when you are working with contractors who have a lot of different options. Uh, our products, for instance, um, we're a, primarily a white label uh, company. so. We have to be uh, very, very competitive with our pricing, which means that we don't necessarily pay the highest rate to our writers, 
but we make up, I think, for that. And I think the proof is in the fact that we have had people writing for us for, again, like seven years now uh, yeah. and experience um, and opportunities um, and the ability to move up. So a lot of the people who started off with writing were able to actually have some sort of career progression that helped their freelance career. Um, you know, great references, um, yeah. portfolios. And then the major, major, major things I think that we did, which might be kind of a little bit more standard now, but weren't at the time, was we had um, forums and Facebook groups, places where people could connect with each other. Uh, we have uh, Slack channels for all of our freelancers, and, and they actually become friends like they they make lifelong friendships uh, on those channels just the way you you do with your favorite co-workers traditional co-workers and the other thing we did um and we haven't had this in person since covid but uh we've we've done it virtually since is we would do a yearly conference and get together uh and i think that is it was amazing i mean people would fly from again all over the world we give them a little stipend and we brought in um, people who were experts in our community, expert writers. We had Neil Patel. Um, he's a pretty wow. famous SEO. Come and teach them about SEO. We had people come in and teach them ways that they can grow their freelance career. So we actually had people who wrote, write for um, Washington Post, New York Times, um, huge, huge publications, teach them how to do pitch and contributions. Uh, so really giving back that value. And this conference was free. Uh, and, you know, it was almost like like meeting like a family reunion or or your friends at summer camp for them because they had already connected so much on Slack and and online. And, and then they got to meet everybody in person. And that that was really, really cool. That's fantastic. And what I see here, there is a recurring theme of not only relying on the pay, to make sure that your staff and your contractors are on the same page, but also making sure that you're creating extra value, extra monetary value, something that uh, just like, for example, this amazing uh, get together in conference with Neil Patel that some people may even have to spend in on like four or five K to do something like this plus flight. <laughs> you're yeah. it all for free for your staff members and for your contractors. And, 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 and it really, really means uh, that people may even stick around just, you know, they, they of course need to like working with you guys, but this is a huge incentive for them to stick around. Uh, and, and, and I think this really like tells, tells a lot about uh, what type of company you guys are. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about is, is writing. I mean, we are in a moment right now, like I want to go back to AI because it, it is, you know, it would be very silly for us not to really like dig a bit deeper, especially in this time. Uh, there's a lot of tools out there that are able to even recognize AI writing over actual you know, people writing, so to speak. Uh, but at the same time, um, I know that a lot of people do want to leverage AI to write faster and to and and to create more content even. And so, just like back in the day, we had a you know a horse and a buggy, and then we got cars. Uh, and 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 they do feel <laughs> this is literally that kind of stage, right? Like, yeah, before you yeah. were writing, oh, now you have this tool that can help you get faster, more work done faster. But of course, we just need to make sure that we still use our own expertise and our own experience when we write content. So how do you guys go about it right now and how are you possibly leveraging AI to make sure 
that uh, you stay up, you know, current with the times, but at the same time, you don't dilute your content into just like some mumbo jumbo that uh, an AI tool, you know, regurgitated basically. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And, and it's funny, we're actually launching a product tomorrow, um, probably not when this airs, <laughs> but um, called Hoff Content AI or Hoff AI Content Plus, excuse me. Um, basically like trying to solve that problem. I have, I, I don't think we should be afraid of tools that are um, are coming in. And I know, especially for writers, people are very scared that we're going to lose our jobs or we're going to be replaced. Um, but I liken it to almost like, like there's the horse and buggy analogy. Um, I think of it even as like, um, like using something like Excel or a calculator. Um, it's gonna make the math go a lot faster uh, when you run into a point in that like long division or whatever where you just get stuck. It's gonna help you get to that next step. Mm -hmm. But you still need that human element to kind of figure out like, what are we looking for? Mm -hmm. You could know every single formula in the world to plug into an Excel doc, but if you don't know how to understand the data, like you're, yeah. you're, you're dead in the water. Yeah. Um, AI tools are moving really quickly. I, I tell people, um, they're, they're picture how fast you think they're moving. They're moving a hundred times faster. That's right, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you're scared about it, like no. yeah. not. And I, again, I don't think we should be scared. Um, you know, one of the things I, I find, and I do a lot of content writing and marketing and I still do my own writing. Um, I'll yeah. be completely upfront about that. I just like to do it. Yeah. Um, but I understand when there are people on my team who have been working on a brand campaign and, and they've done a, a ton and, man, they're just stuck on one Instagram caption. <laughs> like it always ends up being that one little thing. Um, but at the end of the day, um, great marketing and great writing is really about connecting to the human experience. And I'd say AI is a great tool to get past your writer's block. It can be a great research tool. I don't think it's there yet. It's not up to date. There have been a ton of examples where AI is just very confidently said the completely wrong thing. Um, so you still got to fact check. You still have to do your own research. Um, but yeah, it, it, it means if you're doing, um, and again, if I, I, I can speak to marketing. You know, one of the things we do all the time is A-B testing, just yeah. tweaking like a, a, a few words, tweaking um, a few subject lines on an email and seeing uh, what performs the best. Man, AI is great for that, right? Because it, it, yeah. it'll spit out. You'll just say, rewrite this in seven different ways for these audience and they'll spit them out. And then you do your little tweaks. Like that's what I see AI being used for right now. I know uh, people are using it for content generation. It's funny, I'm writing a post about this right now. I know people are saying that they're writing blog posts that are ranking. To me, that's like the SEO equivalent of buying 500 bad links on Fiverr. You might see the needle move a little bit at first, but this is not going to be a, um, a strong foundation for a content marketing strategy. Yeah. The, 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 the space is so saturated already, even before AI, you need differentiators, you need thought leadership. Hopefully AI gives you and your teams the, the ability to function on that higher level, yeah. but it's, it's not the, it's not the total package. It's not the answer. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I think that like uh, what, and, and you, you just said that even before, like AI is just like taking information from the internet basically and repackaging it with different wording. Yeah. So that it's really not going to be, you know, like, exactly plagiarized but it's still going to be information's already out there thought leadership is actually creation of new ideas or representing yeah. these new ideas under a different light 
And so if you want to be a leader, you can't be following everybody else's content, right? So it does make exactly total, total sense. And it, exactly. And, and um, I, I, I was just checking and researching this. And, and as of right now, if you're creating content that's AI generated, you don't own it. And it yeah. makes sense because you it is it's it's really it's essentially exactly what you said. These tools have access to every piece of digital information, I guess, going up to like 2021 or whatever. But um, and they repackage them depending on the prompt. They're incredibly sophisticated. It's very cool to see what they can do, but it's not your writing. You didn't write it. Um, and, and you can't claim it as yours as of now, which is, I think something a lot of people don't know yet. Um, and they should. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, uh, you know, I, I hear a lot of people saying, you know, like, Hey, write a 500 word blog post. I'm like, okay, that's the worst way to write. Yeah, yeah. AI. <laughs> At least try to come up with your own H2s, and like, you know, your own <laughs> sections and be like, okay, here's 10 sections or here's five sections. Let's expand on these. Like, at least yeah. that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I totally get it. And it's funny because I released my per my book, it came out on February 8th, 50. Congratulations. Thanks a lot. 60,000 words. Uh, we so long to write it, finished everything. Then we were going through all these rounds of edits, blah blah blah, and then AI comes out and like I, I was on Instagram and I saw someone and we were, I wrote my first book with AI. I was like, damn, oh. <laughs> <laughs> why did I waste months of my life? But then again, like you know, you read the content. My content is about my experience and how I interpreted my experience in my business and how I trained my staff and how I failed and how I came back again and so on and so forth. These are story, human stories, human experience and expertise that uh, that connects with the reader on a completely different level than just some, you know, uh, AI generated information. Uh, but again, it, it does have its its time and place, like you said, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you know, good content creators, good SEOs, using these tools to 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 do the work faster, but not necessarily to be you know completely replacing it, right? With uh, uh, with that, with with tools like that. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, that I that I was gonna say actually, is there something exciting coming down the pipe with your company that you want to share with our audience? <laughs> I think you kind of mentioned something a minute ago that's coming out tomorrow. But if there's anything else as well, yeah. You feel free to share it with us. Yeah. Um, so again, I'm with the Hoff. Uh, we're a digital marketing and SEO company. We've been around since 2010. So been in the game. In SEO years, we're very, very old. Um, <laughs> we've been there since before the Panda updates, the Penguin updates, everything. Um, right now, we've got a bunch of really cool stuff coming up. So we do have this Hoff um, AI Content Plus. And essentially what that is, is we are using AI to write the first draft of a post, but we are continuing to use our human writers and editors to do all the prompts, the editing, the optimization, to do all the fact checking, to basically make sure that this content is still curated, uh, still resonates, still has that human touch to your needs. But because we are using um, AI for that first draft, we're passing basically essentially those savings onto our users, 
we see the need in the market for people to use, as you were saying, AI uh, for content creation. And that is, you know what, that's something that is really great about it. There are people who can't, businesses, entrepreneurs, who can't afford to have like these really robust content marketing programs, like, um, like my company does and other big companies. And so what we wanted to do was really combine those savings, but also not let people kind of screw themselves over by producing spammy content, um, by not having it properly optimized. Uh, we still wanted to have professional writers and editors involved. So uh, this is a really, really cool product. Um, each post is a thousand words and um, we are selling them in packs. So you get like a lot of really great content because it's, it's the first draft is written by AI. There's a very fast turnaround time of three days. Um, but it's all fully SEO optimized, edited, you get featured images, you have, get your, you know, your H1s, your H2s, you get your, your meta tags, etc. So um, it's super, super cool. You should definitely check it out. Um, and that's going to be at the hoff.com. And then we also have actually, and, and you mentioned this earlier, um, because one of the things that we've seen working with people in this sphere for so long is we can get a ton of traffic to somebody's website using SEO, um, doing, we primarily do content and link building, yes. uh, but then they don't know what to do with those leads. And um, there, there can be a disconnect with the follow-up um, or the conversions. Uh, so we actually are um, working on a CRM called Hoff Performance. And it is a 360 solution. Like you, you get, you have your lead collection. You can do all your emails through there. Um, you can manage your social media through there. You can obviously manage all your SEO efforts. It's, I really like it because um, as somebody who does SEO for an SEO company, <laughs> um, I have so many softwares that I use for, and I do our social media, I do all the branding. Um, and man, having everything in one spot, like you, I can't even explain like how <laughs> liberating it is. No, trust me. I know. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> well, especially if you're working with a lot of people who are remote, you know, it's like you got to train everybody on this thing or that thing or these are, and then you have to manage like all the passwords and all the, ugh. so yeah, yeah. So that's how performance that's coming to you. Awesome. And I'm very excited uh, for my listeners to actually go and uh, and check out your products. And in the meantime, uh, I actually am sure that uh, they will want to know more about you and your company. So where can people find you online? Yeah, I'm very active on uh, LinkedIn. So you can, that's probably the best place to find me, especially if you want to chat um, digital marketing and SEO. Uh, and that's Rachel A. Hernandez. That's my LinkedIn handle. The Hoff, uh, the Hoff SEO, all one word, is our handle across all social media. You can find us on TikTok, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, we are active on Instagram. Um, and uh, you can also check out our website. We have a great content marketing program if you're interested in SEO digital marketing. Uh, we, we come out with new blogs every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, really great guides, how to, I'm actually working on some AI thought leadership stuff now. Um, so there's just like a lot of great, a lot of great resources on our site. That's amazing. All right, Rachel, um, thank you. So uh, Sorry, thank you so much for <laughs> I'm very excited again for my listeners to check you guys out. And I'm looking forward to having you back in the future. And in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you so much. 
and this is it for today ceos thanks for staying with us until the end can i ask you a big favor can you please leave a review i know the podcast app is not super straightforward so if you don't know how to leave a review just dm me on instagram at deniero b d-e-n-i-e-r-o-b and i will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation i will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation so thank you again and i will talk to you again soon